Hey there, and welcome to the Hot Mess Mom Health Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Santos, a wife, working mom of two littles, certified health coach, and self-proclaimed hot mess mom. Do you find yourself on the perpetual struggle bus, trying to juggle it all and your health is the last thing on the to-do list, but you feel like crap? I can relate because I've been there. The reality is you can get healthy and it doesn't have to be overwhelming. If you're looking for some education, inspiration, accountability, a kick in the pants, or I'm not going to lie, some tough love, you're in the right place. So pull up a seat, grab a nice coffee, and join me on this journey to better health. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to another episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. I'm so excited that you're here with me this week. I have a fun topic, and I think you're going to like it if you're listening to this podcast. Obviously, I am a self-proclaimed hot mess mom at all times. I'm running like a crazy person. I don't really slow down, and the topic of today, as you could tell by the title, is meal prepping. And let me just tell you, it's not my jam. I don't do it. I don't want to do it. And I don't care who tells me I have to do it. I'm not doing it. So there, putting that out there. But I do have some tips and tricks of ways to make dinner time, breakfast time, lunch time manageable without overwhelm. Just some things and tips and tricks that I do and that other people have done that has helped them to kind of streamline things for you, not so that you're not walking into a meal completely overwhelmed, but you're also not buying a thousand Tupperware containers and chopping up vegetables and sauteing meat and cutting salad jars, for, cutting salad for salad jars for the week. You're just not doing all that. That stuff takes hours, right? Hours. I applaud you if you are listening to this and that is your thing, but I'm just so far from even trying to wrap my head around that. It's not even funny. I, you know, my husband operates in like Excel spreadsheets. That's what I say. He's, he's an engineer. And he doesn't do it, but I can see someone of his mentality doing that and really being fulfilled by it. But I'm like so the opposite end of that spectrum that I just cannot even think about it. So I've learned some things that I think have helped me. And like I said, I don't, like I said before, and I've said this in numerous episodes, right? I don't think there's a one size fits all approach for any of this, right? But if you are listening to a podcast called Hot Mess Mom Health, there's a high possibility that if you're a mess like me, you just don't have the time to be spending four hours on a Sunday meal prepping. I personally, for most busy moms who are losing their minds on a daily basis, I don't think that's really that realistic. And I don't think that they have four hours on a Sunday to meal prep. I just don't. So, but I don't want to make that an excuse for not making healthy choices, right? So that's what we have to kind of catch ourselves with. So, But anyway, I just wanted to take a a moment to say if you are out there and you're working toward your health goals, I applaud you. I hope that you're taking baby steps and I hope that you're sticking with it. And even if you fall down a little bit, if you make a mistake or you just eat something that doesn't make you feel good or you skip a workout, just know that those small changes that you're making over time really add up and you are so worth it. You deserve to be healthy. You deserve to feel good and you deserve to have energy. So happy January. We are in the midst of it and let's get started today's episode. Okay. So my first tip, trick, whatever you want to call it for, I guess, anti-meal prepping is clean your kitchen. And I mean 
clean it and keep it clean. I'm talking your kitchen countertops. I'm talking your cabinets. I'm talking your pantry and I'm talking your fridge. All of it. I'm not talking like go in your pantry and throw everything out. But what I'm saying is everything needs to be organized. Your countertops need to be clear. Your kitchen appliances need to have a place. Your dishes need to have a place. Your utensils need to have the place. And keeping your kitchen clutter-free, the visual and the calmness of that really does help. There's definitely mental stuff behind that. But it, for if you are like a mess like me and you're scatterbrained and you're just kind of running here, there, and everywhere, and you got the kids and your job and your husband, everybody's coming at you all the time, the kitchen is like the sanctuary. Like it needs to be clean or I already start feeling anxious. And my husband knows it. Like if I start snipping at stuff, we got to clean the kitchen. It's just... That's just how it is. So again, if you're like me and you just, you know, everything can else can be out of order it a little bit, but the kitchen needs to be like the hub and it needs to be clean and peaceful and everything needs a place. Again, it's not perfect. It's not 100% of the time, but I think if you're starting and you're looking at ways to, you know, streamline your food, keep meals easier, keeping that kitchen area super clean and neat is a really good start. And cleaning out your refrigerator too, um, like making sure everything's wiped down, making sure, you know, you don't have so much, like I know for me, this is a complete side note, but the doors on the refrigerator, like salad dressing and like mustard, it can sit there for years and it's like, holy crap, I was eating like mustard that expired in 2016 and I didn't notice until I looked because who eats that much mustard in the time frame that they allow you to before it expires, right? So just even little stuff like that, kind of when you're cleaning out, taking inventory of what you have in your house, as far as like condiments and, you know, stuff that you have like in your pantry, like sauces and seasonings and all of that stuff, just keeping like a good mental note of what you already have so that you don't overbuy when you are going to the store and, you know, getting your groceries. But yeah, so step one, tip, trick, whatever you want to call it, is keep your kitchen, your pantry, and your fridge clean and organized, right? There we go. All right. The second thing to help you guys with meal planning and just kind of like making things easier for meals throughout the week is let's say you're making, let's just say lasagna. That's a good one. There are super great healthy options for lasagna on Pinterest. Amazing options. They taste so good. My whole family will eat it, which is super rare for anything in my house. And a big tray of lasagna is absolutely good for more than one night. Like if I make the lasagna, then I know that we have dinner for two nights. So I'll strategically try to plan something like that when I know there's either two back-to-back nights of hockey or two nights that we're like not going to be home or we just need to kind of eat on the run and things like that. So try to figure out what those meals are for your family, whether they're some type of chicken dish or hamburger or something or salads or whatever that is and make a lot of it when you make it. So I'm not saying meal prep on the Sunday, right, for the four hours, What I'm saying is when you are going to make it, like let's say Tuesday night, everyone's home and you make the lasagna, then know that you have extra lasagna for Tuesday and Wednesday. So again, poll your family, right? See what their favorite meals are that you make and see what you can make maybe in extra quantities. So even if it is, if you're already in the kitchen and you're already making that meal, making some more of it isn't taking that much more time. Whereas taking a bulk of time on a Saturday or a Sunday to just meal prep for the week, completely different animal there, right? Because you're already in the thick of it. You're already in the kitchen. You're already making the food. Just 
double up on maybe your meat purchases and your vegetable purchases and know that you have dinner for two nights. Um, that has really been a big, you know, tip for us, especially with these kids' sports. Holy bajolies. It's like every other night we're running out the door. And if it wasn't for doing stuff like that, we would literally be eating Chick-fil-A every night, which obviously I don't want to do. Um, but anyway, so, all right. The uh, next thing I'm going to tell you guys that I think that you can, you know, use to help you guys with meals is grocery shop online or and do online pickups or have it delivered to your house. I... This has been an absolute, absolute game changer for me. I know that there are premiums for the food in most cases that you're paying, potentially even delivery charges if you're getting stuff delivered. I get all of those things, right? But for me, and if you're able to do this and you can, you're able to spend a little bit more money, and I know food is like crazy expensive right now anyway, but the reality of it is I spend less money buying my groceries online, even though they're more expensive than I ever did walking into the grocery store. It's just, it's how it goes, especially way less than if I bring a child, because goodness sakes, those kids want everything. Everything's eye level for them and everything is not good for you. So if you are in the mindset of like, all right, these are the meals that I'm making for the week. This is the food I need. You go check, 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 check your boxes. And that's it. You just drive, pull up and, you know, we have a Wegmans near me. I literally pull up in the drive-in lane. They put it in my trunk and I'm off, off on my mare a little way. The cool thing too about I use Instacart for most of it. If I go on Instacart, it saves like what I'm buying. So all my history of food that I like and my family likes is there. So it makes it like a shopping list. So, you know, week after week when I'm going in, you know, we all are creatures of habits, right? Another little side tip we are all creatures of habit. We eat the same things, whether you think you do or you don't. It's not like every night at your house for dinner is like going out to some fancy restaurant where you're trying new things. Typically speaking, most families are eating the same, maybe like 20 meals every month. And maybe you can do it a little bit different, but we are all kind of creatures of habits. I mean, even think about something as silly as going, like if you are listening and you're out there and you have a cheesecake factory near you, that menu is ridiculous, right? There may be 500 different things that you can get, but anytime I go there, I get the same meal, the same meal. I've never gotten anything else. And it's a little bit ridiculous because the menu is so large, but if I go to the cheesecake factory, that's what I'm getting. Everyone knows that's what I'm getting that's what I'm getting. So even if you have an entire grocery store of food to choose from, 90% of it, you're literally buying on repeat. Now, if you are on a health journey and these are unique foods, like things that you're trying, maybe you're trying to incorporate new fruits and new vegetables and different meats, then maybe your shopping list is building. And that's great. But know that you're also less tempted to buy the other stuff if you're not physically in front of it at the grocery store. And if you can help it, don't bring your kids because they're the worst, right? Like they want everything that's high in sugar, ice cream, candy, just insanity, right? So if you can help it, don't bring your kids to a grocery store ever if you can help it. And second, try to do your grocery shopping virtually. Try to do pickups, try to do deliveries if it's financially possible for you. I know that for me, it's actually saving me money just because I'm not buying anything extra, it's very rare that I'm buying something extra because I literally don't see it, you know? So that is a 
big tip that has worked for me, and I hope that you guys can find some help with that. And another thing that I think can be a little bit fun even is each week of the month, maybe you pull your family again, you kind of get together what kitchen appliances you have. Like, I mean, most people at this point have a crock pot, an air fryer, uh, obviously you have an oven, you have a stovetop, um, you may or may not have SUV, um, you know, toasters, like different, there's all these different kitchen devices. I pro- Oh, Instapot. There's all these different things. So make it fun, right? Say like, I'm going to challenge myself to on this week, first week of the month, we're using air fryer every night. So looking up some recipes on Pinterest. The next next week, you're going to use Crock-Pot meals. Crock-Pot meals are amazing for the double double duties, the two nights. So if you're making a chili, making like a turkey chili with white beans or something, make a ton of it and have it for two nights, especially this winter when it's freezing out. It's a great, it's a great idea. Um, so yeah, Crock-Pot meals are great this time of year. You put some like beef, stro- uh, beef stew or like a uh, soup, like a tortilla soup or something like that. Definitely, you can make a big pot of it. Um, yeah, and if you have a sous vide, if anyone out there listening has a sous vide, we have one. I'm like a gadget person. I think if you're listening to this, I have like gadgets measuring things in my body. I have every kitchen gadget you can imagine. I'm just a gadget queen. Um, the sous vide is cool because you can put meat in it and it can kind of sit in there all day. It's just basically sitting in a warm temperatured water. And then when you get home from work or getting your kids, you just throw it on the stovetop and sear it. And then it's good to go. And it's so tender. And if you marinate it right, it's amazing. So that's also a really good option where you can kind of be more hands-off. It's about like a crock pot. Um, air fryers are very popular and they're super easy. Um, so you could do air fryer meals, air fryer veggies are awesome. Air fryer meat is awesome. So there's some really great, again, recipes on Pinterest that you can look at, but kind of keeping it fun, being like, this is the week of crock pot. This is the week of air fryer. This is the week of sous vide, or maybe you do like a week of just, we're popping stuff in the oven and we're going to be quick about it. Right. There's always ways to be creative without spending those four hours on the weekends. That's at least my perspective on it. Um, also a reminder, just keep things simple in order to not get overwhelmed. I think a lot of times we think we have to make these fancy elaborate dishes so that they taste good and all this stuff. But if you marinate a piece of any piece of meat, a chicken, a pork chop, a a chicken, like a whole freaking chicken, just a chicken breast or a chicken thigh, um, drumsticks, wings, if you marinate stuff with the right seasonings, and the right, like, you know, low sugar sauces, let's keep the sugar low. But if you marinate stuff really well, when you cook it, air fry it, bake it, it's going to have a lot of flavor. So you don't have to go super crazy with it. And then also just throw in some veggies or a side salad. And that can be as simple as dinner is. It doesn't have to be crazy. Um, we don't have to go adding like a five-star dish to it to make it feel complete. If you season your food well, and you add some satiating fats, like some grass-fed butter, and you cook in a really with a really good oil, like an olive oil. The food on its own is satiating enough that you don't need to. You don't really need to do anything that fancy. If you do some like really good, you know, broiled vegetables and some olive oil and garlic salt or something like that, or like some veggie seasoning, it's so so good. I mean, especially this time of year, um, some broiled veggies are amazing. So reminder to just keep it simple and not go crazy. I think some of the meal prep stuff. If you go on like Pinterest and you look up like meal prepping ideas, a lot of the dishes are kind of pretty in depth. Like I don't, I just don't have time for it. I don't have the time, I don't have the patience and none of that. 
I'm just, it's not going to ever be me. And like I've said to you before, if you're a mess, if you're running from place to place and you don't want to eat out all the time, you got to keep it simple. You just, you have to. It's the only way you're going to be sane at the end of the day. So um, a couple other ideas. You know, there are a ton of meal service options where you order the box and you're getting like all the ingredients and you get the recipe. I mean, I personally have tried a ton of them. I have not found one that I'm in love with. Um, I have a lot of food sensitivities, so I'm kind of challenging as a person, which is a whole nother podcast episode. Um, but if you if you want to kind of take all of it off of your mind, especially for dinner, though some of those boxes can be really great. Some are better than others when it comes to like quality of food and quantity of food and cost. So, you know, evaluate some of them. Some of them have low-carb options, some have gluten-free options, vegan options. There's like all kinds of options out there. Um, I personally haven't really found one that has worked for my family, um, but there it's out there and it's available. So even if you did a meal box for two nights a week and that works for you guys, just alleviates the thought process of two nights a week. That's a good option rather than spending four hours on your Saturday or Sunday that you don't have meal prepping. Um, also, there some areas have like meal share programs or meal share, like where there's a mom who maybe she stays at home with her kids and she's super passionate about cooking. So she makes meals for other families and, you know, you can purchase those meals. So again, it depends on your you know dietary wishes and food sensitivities and stuff like that. But there are options like that available in certain, you know, markets. Uh, another thing is sometimes um, in my area, there are chefs that will make meals that are just like you know, they can keep it keto, they can keep it low carb, they can keep it vegan, you know, whatever you guys are kind of doing in your health journey, um, they can, you know, cater it a little bit more to you. Obviously, that's going to be more on the pricey side. um, But it is an option out there. If you financially are able to do it, they're usually um, really good chefs in the area will offer things like that. So you can reach out to them personally, and see if they're offering like the individual meal services, um, and if they maybe would do it for your family. Um, So I mean, I, in a nutshell, I think these are ways that you can help yourself stay on track without going insane because obviously that's what we don't want. We, I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. I don't want you to feel like you're losing control of what you're putting in your body. And I also just don't want you out there spinning your wheels on what to eat. So, you know, before you go to the grocery store or before you do your shopping, just poll your family. That's one of the biggest things that you can do. Like, asking your kids, asking your husband, hey, what's what's the favorite thing that I make? Like, what do you enjoy? Like, what, what's your favorite meal? And if it's something like, I don't know, if someone says hamburger helper, right? Like, you can tweak that to make that healthier. You don't need to buy the box of hamburger helper, but you can certainly buy some um, ground beef. You can get some sauces and seasonings. I make a really good... Um, cauliflower rice with taco seasoning and ground beef. So when my family's eating tacos, if they want to eat tacos, I will eat that. And it's super satiating and I can put it over a salad and stuff like that. So there's always workarounds. I know a lot of times you don't want to make different meals for different people. But um, for me with my food sensitivities, I kind of don't really have an option half the time. Um, But if you can, there's obviously tips and tricks to make everybody happy. Cauliflower rice is like God's like it's amazing. Like I use it all the time. My kids will eat it. Well, Bianca doesn't, but Benjamin will. And my husband will eat it too because I've really learned how to make it almost like rice. So they don't complain as much. Like cauliflower is life. Um, 
I will do a lot of things like a cauliflower mac and cheese. So there's always workarounds. Um, Pinterest is an amazing, amazing resource for, you know, low carb options or things that you can do to sub something for another thing. Um, But just asking your family what their favorite meals are. Like a lot of times it's not even probably the bad stuff. It's probably like the heartier good stuff. So I would definitely do that. Even, like I said, ask your kids. You'd be surprised what they say they actually like. Um, I would like to think that kids are pretty good judges of food. Although my house, my daughter's extremely picky to the point of like ridiculous. But anyway, my son will be a pretty good like person to be like, mom, this this isn't good. And if he doesn't like it, I'm like, oh, this must be bad. So (laughs) I won't make it again. But um. But yeah, I think there are ways. I, like I said, I'm never going to spend four hours meal prepping. I'm not going to pre-make my lunches. I think the leftover thing is big. And also another thing about, you know, meal prepping for four hours or something on a Saturday or Sunday, I don't personally like to eat food that's like three or four days old. It's one thing to like have it and eat it the next day. But I'm just not into eating food that I made on Sunday, like on Thursday. I, I can't do it. No offense to anybody out there. If you're doing it and it works, rock on. But I just can't do it. I, it's just something unappealing about it to me. And again, I don't have the bulk of time on the weekends. Like, I just don't. Like, it's almost impossible. So I feel your pain if you're in that boat. And it's making it super hard to even wrap your head around trying to be healthy with your meals. I, I know I focused a lot on this episode about dinner. I've talked to you about dinner or breakfast last week. And then lunches, honestly, are like easy things, you know, leftover, you know, if I made extra chicken, salads that I can make real quick. I eat a lot in my car because I'm on the road. So we'll get into a whole episode on like how to eat on the road. But um, there are always healthy options. Like I promise you there's a way. There's a will. There's a way. You will make it work. You will find the food choices that work for you. And you can make it easy and you can make it not overwhelming. So I wanted to wrap this episode up with a little um, a little quote that I found that's kind of funny. And it says, why does meal prepping take like four hours, eating like three seconds, and washing Tupperware seven days and seven nights? I thought that was funny because that's the other thing about meal prep, right? Like not only do you have, you know, all this cooking you have to do on like a weekend day, you have dishes galore and then you have all these little containers and all these little things and all your kitchen appliances have been used and all your dishes are dirty. It's, I don't know, to me, it's overwhelming. I would love to hear from you out there if you have found a system that works and makes it easy for you. Like I said, more power to you. I just can't wrap my head around it. So if you're a hot mess like me, I hope some of these tips that will help you. And I would love to hear from you if they are working, if you think I'm crazy, whatever it is, I would love to hear from you. Um, you can please email me at hotmessmomhealth at gmail.com. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. If you love this episode, please leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me and it would help me get the word out about helping other moms reclaim their health. Thank you so much.